Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 105.3 FM HD2. Kenner, New Orleans. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. Uh, we are just letting it go today. It's an easygoing eat-around for our uh, many listeners and everybody else who drifts their way, we uh, would love to hear from you. 260-6368. Did I get that right? Do you want a hand for that? Because I want to give you I one. Got one. <laughs> Here, let me give you some applause. You know, uh, you, you, the first uh, first uh, part of our program uh, had a whole lot of pizza in it, and uh, that was my fault because I, I brought up the whole uh, yeah, but it was great. Yeah, it was great, so? but, but I think it's time to move on. And if you don't think so, uh, call me and I'll listen to you anyway. But there's something uh, that came up yesterday. Um, Marianne and I, I went to uh, a, a, an interesting event at the NOPSI, New Orleans uh, uh, Public, Public Service, Service uh, Inc. I, I think, what did I say? Uh, how's that going? NOPSI Hotel. New Orleans, N-O-P-S-I. It, this it used to be the gas and the electricity and the buses all around New Orleans. There's one big company that did all of that. Anyway, uh, they also now have a, a very large hotel uh, downtown. And, well, they uh, have nothing to do with each other. They just took over the building. No, they. Uh, it was all sold off and uh, right. to other comp- right. um, other people. But uh, they had an event last night into which they were inviting some press people. And one of these uh, was a, uh, it was putting out Ramos Gin Fizzes, which are not the easiest uh, uh, drink to make, but uh, they made a bunch of them. And they had a lot of, a lot of other food, too. And most of it was... Uh, Bar, bar food. Bar, bar food, yeah. I was I was going for those uh, charcuterie. Yeah, the charcuterie. Mm-hmm. And they had some really interesting things in there. Uh, one of them was uh, just your straight ahead uh, 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 prosciutto thing. Yeah. But they had something in there that I have only seen once or twice on one of those buffets. And uh, I, I was happy to see it. it it's uh, the prosciutto, which is... A really dry cured uh, pork dish. The ham. ham. It's uh, ham. It's a ham. thin, thin, Fresh thin, pork. thin, thin ham. Yes. And uh, and it's um, it's uh, has a, a flavor all its own. It it was not pumped up with water or anything like that. Well, there's a a, a version of the same idea called brajol. B r a c i o l e r brajola, if you want to say it that way. And it's the same exact idea as prosciutto, except that it's been uh, cured for much longer. It's beef, too, isn't it? 
Yeah, and to the point of the where it's almost black. Mm -hmm. But it was really good. I, I, it's something I've heard about, but I've never actually eaten before. So uh, that was a nice little visit there just for that. He eats it all the time. What? 2606368 is the number. They had a great cheese board, too. Yeah. A really great cheese board. Um, and I thought that yeah, Tell the, us about it, though. Yeah. Well, it, they had Boursin on it, which I thought was unusual. I mean, I, I love Boursin, but it's not something you would normally see on a cheese. Well, I don't know. You know, if you went to a wedding, you you'd might. see it there. But I was kind of surprised to see it at a, at a hotel. Um, but they also had, I, it looked like buffalo milk mozzarella. They had a whole bunch of stuff. It was a really beautiful presentation. And then they had Passerman appetizers. But the space is really kind of cool. I like that place. It's very, um, it's it's hip without being edgy. It's hip and welcoming, which is which is nice. I like that. Two six zero six three six eight. All right, Tom. There what you go. You, what, what do you what do you, uh, <laughs> what do you eat it with, or, or how, how's the rest of that work? Uh, Tom decided at the break that he was tired of talking about all these places. And I said, well, you know what? You have a lot of callers, so why do you want to run them off? And he said, well, well I'm tired of talking about it. So now, Tom. I want to talk about all of this, <laughs> but not pizza for several hours. Okay. Well, it's only two hours. Well, and pizza was on kind it. of only part of it. We were talking about Chinese food just as much. But anyway, right. if you would care to call us, even though... Tom has decided we're not talking about it, that anymore. We don't it would have be any lovely. It'd be lovely welcome. if you called us. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Anyway, we're now. We're, now you see, Tom, you forced me to go to our little gazetteer, which I really don't want to do. It was nice to just have like basic I don't know. It calls does, it and have a. Because I, I mean, wrote this. I know, and I like it, and all that is great, except that it's. It's nice to think that, you know, we could have like just like a conversation about restaurants, which is kind of the reason for the show. Well, let's uh, anyway, let's break into this uh, conversation and tell you that Benjamin like is on the phone. Carpaccio is one of the things that you were that you're talking about here. Carpaccio, thin slices of raw beef garnished with olive oil and thin shavings of Parmigiano Reggiano served cold as an appetizer. We had you had that. I would never touch that with a 10 foot pole, I know, but, but where you we had that. that. Tell them that. In Venice, at Harry's Bar. Venice itself, the uh, the place. I didn't realize that Harry, of Harry's Bar, was Harry Cipriani. I yeah. didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Home of a lot of uh, a lot of music that was done there uh, over the years. It's well, one of my it's one of my goals and fantasies to stay at the Hotel Chip in Venice at some yeah. point. Yes, mm. without you. Anyway, two six zero six three. Well, uh, Six three six eight is the number. Okay, and Tom. The way it goes is like this: everybody <laughs> hates you, and then. Oh my gosh, that's your phone, Tom. Can you find it? Uh, anyway, today is also National Farm Raised Catfish Day, and uh, you know I never eat farm raised fish. Now we're going to have to listen to this until I can find Tom's phone, yeah. which will take who knows how long. Oh, there it is. Look. Whoop. There we go. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number. Oh, and look who it is on the, on the little. <laughs> yes, farm-raised catfish. Never eat it. But you know what's happening now? No. You know what's me. happening is that is, is that people are um, people are uh, getting the Desalmons catfish. Yeah. 
yeah, and that's, that's becoming that's and that's becoming really really uh, well seen often around town. I would say mm-hmm. it's not it's not something that's so unusual as it used to be. It's lot lots of people now are are doing it. I think even Zia. Oh my God! Let me just go answer this. What is it? Find out what it, who is. it is. But it's obviously very important. It's the food show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. It's great to be here talking about eating, restaurants, cooking, wine, and all of that. And we have a caller, I hear, but there's something more to this thing. We'll find okay. out. In a Okay, what did I screw up? I need to I need to know how to recognize Doug's number when he's calling because uh, the Doug's pres- number. Yes, when okay, we need to. I think he says that we need to reboot this whole thing. So yeah, yeah, he says we can't hear the caller. So um, so yeah, Doug, can we hear you though? I mean, are we able to hear you? I can hear him well. Yeah. No, you can. Okay, so um, I guess we'll take a break. We'll take a break and be right back. The music means we're back, 260-6368. I'm going to personally invite you to continue calling and talking about whatever it is that you'd like to talk about. And last hour, you wanted to talk about all these blasts from the past, and it was fun. So give us a call if you want to talk about that. We're going to overrule Tom. Let's go to Porter and Luke. Talk about Porter and Luke, though. I love their, uh, I was looking at, you know, I, I decided to try some new things today. And so I did. But um, we were talking, my daughter and I were talking about the missing the club sandwich, but we still liked what we had. But she was talking about some other things that we could try. And there was a guy sitting at the next table. There's always some food that I'm looking at that I haven't gotten yet. And there was this um, neighbor table with a what looked like a and it's funny because today on the gazetteer or the almanac or whatever you want to call it there is a fettuccine alfredo entry and um it's this the guy had like a thin spaghetti with fettuccine alfredo and it looked like shrimp you know, you used to do a really good fettuccine alfredo. Well, we'll, we'll get off of no, that in just me. a second. We'll get off in just a second. Anyway, Porter and Luke, they have red beans. They have a ham shank, a pork chop. They have sausage. They have the three lettuce wedges, poor boys, fried seafood. They had a little buster crab remy today uh, for an appetizer. I have to go get that out of my um, out of my briefcase because I took their... I hope they don't hear me say this, but I took their specials page today so we could talk about it. Porter and Luke, 1517 Metairie Road in the shopping center by Oakland Hart and Walgreens, or where Oakland Hart and Walgreens are. They're in between those two. Porter and Luke. So, um, fettuccine Alfredo. One of my favorite dishes, you know and I'll bet to, yours too. You know who used to make a really good one? Who? I, I don't even know what happened to him, but... Um, Ooh, uh, now I'm going to try and remember his name. I'll have to think about it for a second. But he had um, Alex Patu. Alex Patu had the cream sauce with the sausage or tasso mm-hmm. and shrimp. Yep. And and it was always really, really good. good. And he used to dust it with some green onions when he would serve it. And I always used to really, really love that. But that's what they had at the next table at Porter and Luke. It was like a version of that. We were talking to a chef the other day, and I don't remember if it was just like off the air or on the air. 
because we talked to a lot of people, but um, he was talking about his favorite ingredient to cook with, and he said tasso. Was that on the air? Uh, Who we ta- oh, I was, can it was it Lazone. Was. It was Lazone that was talking about I, that. I, I could believe either one of those because yeah. in its day, uh, tasso was the hottest thing there was. It was something totally new, or the only people who knew anything about it were the Cajuns, and they would uh, put as much of it as they could as they could in there because it would bring out the the uh, sweet Smoke. quality. Yeah. Also, there was the salt that was in there, and then you had the peppers. And uh, did I say smoke? Yeah, that I said it. smoke, yeah. And it, it all kind of came together in a really nice uh, ensemble. But it was, if, it's, if you were to eat it by itself, it's not very good. You don't think so? No. Oh, no, you're right. No. You, the, the only thing you would uh, you use it You have to cook for, with it. Yeah, you, you, you'd cook up with it or just a chunk of it here, a chunk of it there. But you wouldn't make a sandwich out of it. Ooh, would, no. Ooh, yeah, that's, so, uh, that's a disturbing you, you know thought who, to think about. You know who told me those, those exact words was uh, Chef Paul Prudhomme, and he was kidding, of course. What? About uh, being able to get the the kind of uh, tasso that you need for whatever it is he was cooking. Of course, he used a lot of it, and he in- introduced most people to tasso was uh, Chef Paul Prudhomme over at, at uh, Chef Paul's. You know whose birthday it is today? No, tell me. The uh, the late uh, Tony Bourdain. Tony Bourdain. Remember when you had dinner with him at uh, Antoine's, was it? And you were on his Travel Channel show. Yeah, I and sure uh, and <laughs> I remember I was not invited, but I really wanted to meet him. Both Mary Lee and I really wanted to meet him because we think he he was hilarious, and so. Uh, he was very gracious to wait a little while for us to arrive. I don't remember why we were so late. I guess we just didn't know that they were finishing up. And then we came sort of running down the street, and he was standing out on the uh, on the street corner with you just waiting to say hello. And that was really it. We just said hello, but it was really nice to meet him that one time. Mm-hmm. And he had a big stain on his tie, I remember, because he had just spilled something at Antoine's. That does uh, happen. <laughs> And it was really, it was, I, I remember seeing the piece and I was thinking, you know, he must have thought that this was just the wildest thing because Antoine's is such a staid sort of traditional kind of place and he goes to Laos and eats bugs and stuff like that. So it must have been kind of a boring thing for him. But not you, dear, of course. Oh, no. No, no the no. company was, I'm sure, stimulating. You know, you know, I was thinking about Tony Bourdain the other day because, um, yeah, because, uh, you know, all the Me Too things in the restaurant business, you know, Sucre, the most recent one. And I was thinking that back in 2000, Tony Bourdain wrote a book, Kitchen Confidential, that put him on the map that was just loaded with stuff like that, you know. But that was a long time ago. And, and at that time, you just sort of, you know looked at it and went wow and walked away you know it's a little bit different now anyway happy birthday to him 1956 he was born so he was actually younger than me Hmm. and uh he was born into a new york family of wealth and privilege and was well educated and then chucked it all to go work in a kitchen uh he was a very interesting guy i had lunch with him on three different occasions and he, in addition to the, all the food stuff that he undertook, he was a novelist. 
and had written several novels, and I, I picked up a couple of them, and uh, they were readable. Was this before or after Kitchen Confidential? Oh, no, this was well <laughs> after that. Because uh, as, as I remember, he wasn't all that well-named, but uh, all that well-known, rather. Uh, but uh, he got quick. Uh, well, Kitchen Confidential put him on the map. Whenever oh, you yeah. write something that's really, that makes people go, <gasps> you know, you're definitely going to jump up. You know, yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey comes to mind, you know. Yeah. Well, anyway. He ain't with us anymore, it's sad Yeah, to which say. is really too bad. Uh, 260-6368 is the number. That's 260-MENU. We're talking about everything kind of all over the map. So if you would like to join us, we would love to have you. 260 menu. Let's see. Where else have we eaten lately? Um, uh, let's see. That's a good question. Uh, or any, we seem to always be eating. Um, the Orient Express, maybe? Uh, no, a, not, not a couple lately. of months ago, yeah. no. Um, I was talking about Bottega Louie. Did you all did you all do something while I was gone? Did you have any special meals, you and our daughter? Uh, uh, not really. I mean, you know, she's. Uh, you all went to Giorlando's. We did go you? to Giorlando's. You and uh, and my sister and yeah, it was, other people. It was great. Uh, yeah, what you have there? Uh, let's see. Uh, somebody had a roast beef pork boy. I remember that. And. Uh, I actually I, I saw. Can't, I can't remember all of it, but it was a it was a wonderful uh, and very inexpensive uh, dinner. The, those people. That's another blast from the, the past place. Yeah, they've always been good. Yeah, yeah. definitely another blast from the past place. Uh, and I don't think we talked about that because I was gone or trying to go when you all were there, and Where we, were you did, going? we didn't have a show on Friday. So. Um, uh. So, but it was, that's definitely one of those places that would qualify as a blast from the past. But we can't talk about that because Tom decided he was bored with that subject. (laughs) You know, you you say one little thing and then for the rest of your life you keep hearing these attacks. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I went to, I went to a Blue Line Sandwich Company yesterday. Yeah, I heard about that. And uh, For breakfast. For breakfast, they yeah. are famous for, and then I, I, are they even open at all in at dinner time? I'm not sure. Well, um, it's, it's, I think they close at two, but it's breakfast mm-hmm. and lunch kind breakfast of place. They have a lunch, very yeah. limited, actually they have kind of a limited menu for both, yeah. but it's definitely upscale in the, in the breakfast department but do you know uh, why they called it that i had no yes. idea you, you didn't you didn't I, and i should i'm really cause shocked because that's like your right kind of thing alley, yeah. that's your uh-huh. kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah so go ahead why uh there used to be a bus line believe it or not that ran up and down metairie road and uh, carried passengers here and there uh one into the other and it was uh uh, it was uh, there serving all those customers all the time. But what was funny is that the the the, uh, the it was a, a little too big for the space. But that that was common among buses. Uh, that a little bit. But he got around it. He uh, had run in some other restaurants around town. Uh, <clears throat> and well, he named it after that. Yeah, and it was the. Didn't you tell me something about Metairie Road and the Metairie Ridge and all that? Yeah, the Metairie Ridge runs right next to the to Metairie Boulevard, and you can actually see it. If you just stand there on either either bank, uh, you'll notice that there's a spot that has a little dip in it, and then there's another right next to it that goes a little over 
the and both of those came out of what would evolve into the Mississippi River, believe it or not, and that is uh, how the, the uh, those sorts of things uh, ever got started. The Bayou Ridge Cafe. Do you remember the Bayou Ridge Cafe? Yes, it was named for me. <laughs> yeah, right. It really was. <laughs> yeah. that, that was it was where Zia is now. Yes, the Bayou Ridge Cafe. Yeah. Uh, I remember a particular evening there, but how long did that last? Kevin Vizard. Whatever happened to Kevin Vizard? You know, I kept losing uh, a track of where he is. I am such a huge he's, fan of Kevin Vizard, and he's probably quit again. Me too. I always thought he was a terrific chef. He is chef. a terrific yeah. chef. He is. And he he comes and he goes, so I, he's so gone now. here's an appeal to... Uh, uh, Kevin Vizard? To Kevin Come Vizard. back. Come back. Come we visit We miss us. you. We yeah. miss you, Kevin. Anyway, the Bayou Ridge Cafe I thought was really good. Yeah. And that's where I first learned about your little Metairie Ridge thing. That's where you first told me about that. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, said, I just told you just now again. Did did the Bayou Ridge leave with Katrina, or was it long before Katrina? I seem to remember it was gone long before Katrina. Uh, I don't think it was, but I'm not sure. It was one of those things that it's hard to keep track of. Anybody know the but, answer to that? But These are the questions that are out there. That, Where is Kevin Vizard? That building and that e, uh, that uh, um, Bayou Ridge Zia is now. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the, uh, where that was now, the 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 uh, bridge. Uh, the the uh, no, that's not what I was looking for, but it's close. Uh, the the height of the altitude. No, wait, that's that's uh, it's not making any sense. I, I don't think I can help you, Tom. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't well, think I can I'll, help well, you. Well, when I think of it, I'll say uh, yeah. what, what it is. All right, two but six zero as high as, as yes, yeah. as opposed to low. Two six zero six three six eight. Let's talk about New Orleans hamburger and seafood. Are we any better back at the studio? Yeah, we are. Two, we are? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I'm almost saying that in my sleep, 260 So the oh, uh, New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood has 10 locations in town, including the original, I believe, which is right there at West William David or East William David or one of those William Davids on Veterans. I know that because that's where the uh, that's where all the Metairie parades end at Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. But... That is not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is the fact that they have great hamburgers, and mm-hmm. they have really nice, fresh, large salads that are interesting. They have seafood that is crisp and delicious and greaseless and golden brown, as such things should be. You can make it spicelicious if you want it a little bit spicier. And most important, what everyone is looking for, Char-grilled oysters, that's new on the menu. Ah, always a good thing to have on the menu. New Orleans hamburgers, seafood. What's your favorite thing there? Uh, at one of those places? Yes. Oh, I, I just go for the straight or, or grilled oysters with uh, with a minimum of cheese. I like a maximum of cheese. Yeah, well, that's how <laughs> most people seem to like it. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, New Orleans hamburger and seafood. There are 10 locations around town. Go see them at one of them. Two six zero six three six eight. Benjamin. Benjamin's on. Hey the there, can you hear me? We can. Yes, go ahead. All right. <laughs> um, I was going to tell you the ultimate throwback place that is still around is Tessie's place, about a block off of Airline on. Uh, right. I think it's Woodlawn. They've got it's, the curved uh, bar. They've got black and white photos of dead actors like Roddy <laughs> McDowell and people like that. Well. 
They make Is that the barometer martinis. of an old throwback place, no, dead actors? No, 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 no. And I'm gonna I'm gonna interfere here and and tell you a couple of things about it. First of all, uh, that place goes back a long way. It originated as a a restaurant called Club Ninety. It was right. on Jefferson Highway, and it was a pretty big size uh, uh, place. And they uh, had poor boys, and they had fried chicken, and they had seafood, and the whole range. And then uh, Hurricane, not B- Katrina, but uh, Betsy, Betsy, came mm-hmm. along and kind of whipped out that uh, restaurant pretty badly. But they uh, they reopened as as uh, Tessie's, Tessie's, and they have been there ever since. And uh, it's, wait, since nineteen seventies, I think. Oh, at least that. I remember mm-hmm. when they when they came back because I lived around the corner. Well, Betsy was sixty-five. So what 65. happened in the interim ten years? Uh, well, I, I'm not I sure. So. They t- they will talk about it. There's a guy named Freddie who runs it now. I think that's Tessie's son. But you know, the special thing about it is a particular salad that is on the menu that they are not even aware of is controversial. Uh, also known as oh. an Italian salad. And I think we all know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm not wait, sure if I can say wait, it on the radio. Wait, they're not even aware of it? They're not aware that they're the oldest restaurant in Metairie either. I went in there and started yeah. telling them all this, and they're like, oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's been around I mean, it's a long time. not ironic. They, and the interior, like you're asking about, the, is it the right ambiance? Yeah, it's got the wood paneling, the uh-huh. chandeliers from 1976. <laughs> Uh, What's the it's food got like? a jukebox, a free jukebox that's yeah. just constantly playing Sinatra good. and old 70s New Orleans. All those dead actors on the wall, huh? No, no, yeah, no, it's no. a real I'm, wonderful I'm place, to, but it's, you know, it's not the kind of place to kind of stray too far off of the, uh, you know, the, the common true. thing. But is the, food, is the food good yes. or is it just old-fashioned? No, it's genuinely good. And, it's good if you're getting, like, fried chicken, po' in, boys, hamburgers. But if you try and sort of eat healthy or something, it's, it's no, not no, great. No, that's never something you're going to see at a place like that. Well, here's yeah, what it means to it's, me if I I go may. there all the time. It's wonderful. Oh, let's see. Uh, can I hear you? Can you hear me okay? <laughs> Benjamin, should we let him say? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm still here. The, the, uh, Tessie's came up uh, a few times recently because uh, there was a, a, an association of three ladies that uh, had – lunch or dinner there just about every week for a long, long time. And one of them was my godmother, Aunt Audrey, who uh, I was desperately in love with. I thought she lived in Los Angeles for most of her life, and she was uh, glamorous. She (laughs) literally was glamorous. Mm -hmm. And, uh, in fact, uh, she came to an end uh, only about a month ago. Yeah. Uh, wow. And, and so, two other women? What are the other two? I don't know much about them except it was one of them who walked up to me to tell me, oh, by the way, that's your, your Aunt Audrey. Audrey. Mm-hmm. Oh, this was okay. uh, the other day at the, this at the was funeral. Yes. Like okay. the last month uh, and a half. Wow. Okay. Uh huh. Anyway, Tessie's is a place that I only went to one time, and I'm I'm curious to see uh, if anyone else, you know, come. Calls yeah, and they're about basically they're open for dinner as well, but they close. You know, they're not open late, but they're open till I don't know eight eight o'clock or something like that. Thank you. Do you live in the neighborhood, or you just no, have fond I, memories I live of it? Uptown. Okay. So I, I try. Uh-huh. I look for places like that. You know, yeah. the other being Royal China that y'all didn't mention earlier. That's also a throwback sort of spot. Yeah. It is. It is. Um, 
You know what else I think is another one is the comeback in. Is that one? Is that would that qualify as a throwback? Is it still there? In it is on West on West uh, West Metairie. Yeah. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, it's. I, I think that would definitely qualify as a as an old you know an old right blast yeah. from the past. They're well, they're good. interesting. I'm not you know I'm not I'm not feeling it for the food. I mean I just don't really feel like eating food that. I would have eaten in the 50s. Well, sometimes I care more about the ambiance than the food, honestly. If it's, if it's, no, I uh, always care more about the ambiance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, but but not really that way. I mean, Tessie's, you can't find places like that, really, unless you go to the – I mean, it's kind of – I mean, where else can you get a great martini and, you know, a cheap meal? That isn't common, mm-hmm. and especially at night. Uh, you have a great martini with Dean Martin, a picture of Dean Martin shi- right. smiling oh, down Well, you know, you. one place, it's not really <laughs> perfect for this, but Russell's Marina Grill, you can do it. They're open at night like twice a week, I think. I but, almost went there today. Is that any good? I like Russell's quite a bit, but but is I it, think they might be a little inconsistent at times. Uh-huh. This is uh, out, out at West End? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, uh, I know you've never I, been a fan. Uh, it's the their breakfasts are good. Uh, it's the restaurant. Right, exactly. The breakfast. And, and if you get the standard stuff, it's pretty safe. But again, yeah. uh, you know, dinner plates and stuff aren't so great. But yeah. but it's got a great ambiance, and there's not a lot of places like that either. Just a kind of bustling diner that that's kind yeah. of a yeah. Art Deco. I have to go in there. Yeah. I haven't been in there in a very long time. Thanks for calling. All right, you're welcome. Talk to you all next time. Two six zero six three six eight. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. And now this. Hey, it's the Food Show on one hundred five point three FM HD two. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. We talk about food. That's it. And well, sometimes we'll have a bottle of wine that comes in, a cocktail, a banana, or you know who knows what. But we are willing to talk to you about any of that at any time you want. And uh, so give us a call sometime and tell us what you have been eating lately, what restaurants you've been going to that that really turned you on. And we'd love to hear from you about that. 260-63-68. And uh, here we are. So where were we? And what do you have to add to that, Marianne? <laughs> I'm just sitting here. Uh-huh. I'm just sitting here marveling at how you how you killed all the calls off after talking about this no. wonderful Come topic on. that we've had a really good time with. You know what is another one that's a blast from the past, I think, but tell it's us. still operating. Um, yeah, tell us. Uh, but th- maybe not. I don't know. I can't decide if it's a blast from the past totally or if it's a blast from the past sort of hybrid. Yeah. Mosca's. Oh, that is a restaurant that you can safely go to if you have ever been there before. And uh, if you go back there again, you will find that it is exactly the it goes, way it It goes was. back before the 60s, though, doesn't it? 1940s. Okay, 1940s. so it goes back to the 40s. And the food, though, I feel like the food is a lot more adventuresome than the blast from the past kind of food. Mm, uh, no? I don't know if I'd go that Or was long. it just really, really good, and no matter no, how long you eat it, it's still good? It's really good. It always has been good. Yeah. Uh, they give you huge amounts of food, of course, 
And uh, is that the Chicken Bun Farm place? The Chicken Bun Farm is, uh, yeah. Is that yeah, the, the garlic chicken it. and the Brabant potatoes? Uh huh. Or yeah, potatoes it has many names here and there, but that one is one of them. And they, uh, anyway, they've always um, had. Uh, if you go there, you will see people that you will recognize. Uh, a lot of these folks who hang out there hang out there pretty often with their friends and. Uh, you, and they're famous. And they're famous for uh, yeah. oftentimes seeing uh, people from the state government. Yeah. And, you know, the, yeah, the, like politicos. A lot um, of that. What are some of the other stuff that's that they're that they're well known for? All right, you start off with their crab. Oh, meat. this is like the this is like Here's the standard menu, menu from Boscas. Okay. It's, it's very fire it away. Uh, so they they are going to start you off with uh, crab meat. Uh, salad, which is tossed with basic lettuce. It's very simple, but there's a lot of crab meat tossed around in it, so okay. you can't go too long, okay. too far from that. Then, then if you want to go the Italian way, you can uh, order a pasta dish, which is how they would do it in Italy. They would they would feed you some pasta, and then they'd come back with something else. Secundi. Secundi, exactly right. Okay. You're, you're great in your arts. In your, uh, I get around. Yeah, I know you. I get around. Round, round, get around. <laughs> I get around. All right, enough of that. Uh, so uh, you have two choices. You have the uh, uh, the one with the thin noodles and just the garlic. And as a matter of fact, they so it's like alio olio. Alio olio. Okay, or and or bordelaise as they would probably call it. Exactly. What do they call it there? Alio olio or bordelaise? Bordelaise. I knew you were yeah. gonna say that. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, then they keep on going, and uh, the best dish in the house, in my opinion, is uh, that uh, that uh, the chicken bonfam. The chicken, but they don't call it bonfam, but it's close enough. And it's, well, who, do, who it's does a, the chicken bonfam? Is that two jacks? Who has the uh, chicken bonfam? Um, chick, you know, I. I I'll tell you before the show is over, but maybe it's uh, just the garlic. I'm chicken. trying to to home in on this. They 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 do chicken several ways. First of all, they'll do just your basic roasted chicken, garlic, herbs, real good all uh, all the way. Then they have uh the then they have spaghetti, uh with a red sauce, your basic red sauce, but done very very well. And let's see, there's one other one. Um, uh, oh, steaks. They do steaks there, too. They're, they're pretty well known for that. And then uh, it just all comes together. Uh, nothing real, real fancy. Not particularly expensive. It used to be a pain in the uh, something or other uh, in that they did not have, um, they, they didn't take credit cards. I think they have since gotten past that, although I'm not positive of it. I would not go there without one of two things, a, a roll of money or uh, someone else with a roll of money. No, uh, you can you can do it be, with they, they have a, one of those uh, MTR, MT, wait. ATM machines. ATM Are you machines. talking about chicken a la grande? Chicken a la grande. No, that's that's close. That's. That's that's close, but o it's oysters Mosca you like, right? The oysters, prices are crazy cheap. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy true. Yeah, oysters cheap. Oysters Mosca is really great, really great. <laughs> Let's and, go to uh, right. Michael. What were we gonna say? Finish up. Michael. Michael seventy-five. Michael seventy-five is here. Yes. Oh, what do you know, Michael? Hello, Buenos Aires. Hello there. How are you? 
beautiful. Look, um, when Marianne was talking about Secondi, it reminded me of one of the great food movies of all time. It's called yeah. Big Night. Big, Big Night. Night. Have you ever seen that? No. No. What if is you, it? If, if you haven't seen that, it's spectacular. It's a movie about uh, two sh- two brothers from Italy opening up a joint, and um, and and Louis Prima is supposed to be the opening night guest. So oh, really? That sounds good. Wait, what's it called? It, it, I said. Very simple. Big as in large. Night big as night. in after. Okay. After big dusk. night. Okay. Big night. Big we're gonna. Night. If you, if you, yeah. Go ahead. No, we're gonna Netflix it or something. Big night. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on Netflix actually. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, actually, I like the chicken bon femme at uh, Two Jacks. Do you? That's where it is. Yeah. Chicken bon femme is. It's Two chicken Jackson. a la grande or chicken yeah. a la grande at Mosca's and chicken uh, a la grande. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Or chicken yeah. bon femme. Yeah. And, that, and then there's the one with grande. shrimp that's basically yeah. big, big shrimp, really heavy garlic herbs, uh, that kind of thing. It's it's delicious food. It never changes. If you've been going there for 20 years, it's just like you left. It. Yeah, I wonder if you've been going there since the 50s. If it's just like you left it, I'm, probably. I'm not quite that old. I'll thank you to believe. Probably. When was last time you were at Mosca's? Been a while. Maybe about two years. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Michael. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's been about 20 years for me, sir. Oh. Okay. Uh, didn't they didn't they have a um. And they have this at um, Manali's, uh, an oyster pan roast. Yes. Yeah. It's to- two totally different dishes, but, yeah, they both have a dish with that name, yeah. Yeah, I like, I like the- it both, but I hadn't, hadn't been there in 20 years. I'm scared uh, to what? go there at night. I might get killed. <laughs> Now, well, especially if you have, especially, especially if you go with a big roll of money, I'm, I'm wondering about the big roll of money thing. <laughs> All right, so who's got the best oysters with Italian seasoning and garlic and olive oil and Parmesan cheese, mm. baked oysters like that? Who's got that? Uh, Filippo, Ristorante Filippo. Okay, uh, it's, that uh, is good. Right yeah. off, uh, right off Veterans. At uh, Napoleon Avenue, North. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, it used to be called uh, the Old Napoli. Napoli. Yeah. The old what Napoli. about you, Michael? Who's got the best oysters yeah, like well, that? Not exactly that, but my a friend uh, Vincent Mangino. He was the original chef at Porter and Luke's. He's a little yeah. bit ill now, but he he yeah. made the great. Aside from eggplant, Vincent, he made an oyster with a cream sauce uh, that he served with linguine. It was spectacular. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff over there. And it reminds me, we have to talk about him again. So thank you, Michael. <laughs> anyway, bye. 260-6368. Doug, do we have another Porter and Luke? Do we have another Porter and Luke to do? My guess would be that we do. One more. Let's do it while we're talking about Porter and Luke. Let's talk Sean, about Porter and Luke. Go ahead. Uh, our program is sponsored by Porter and Luke. And here's one of the things, one of the two main things. I'll give them both to you. One of them was real, is real easy. Turtle soup. I love it. I get it every time I go. Okay, moving along <laughs> with that in the background, uh, you uh, you uh, keep finding many other dishes, one of which is the presence of a really good fish dish. I'm talking about, you know, good-sized fish, all fresh, different flavors. Every time I go over there, they really are always uh, turning out new ideas, and it, it turns into a, a terrific uh, plate of food. 
it, and uh, many different kinds of fish that maybe you've never had before. So try it out, 1517 uh, uh, Metairie Road. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, 1570 yeah. Metairie Road. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are open now uh, every day, including on the weekends. They do brunch on Saturdays, something uh, good to remember. It's the Porter and Luke. Porter, Porter and, Luke. and Luke. And the the word fairy was a little busy looking at the Mosca's menu, which is tiny. It's really That's small. Not, not a lot in it, but yeah. it's good. Yeah, and it just goes to show you, you know, it's like all those places that that we were talking about the blast from the past kind of places. They don't have extensive menus. Yeah. You can fit them on one page. You can fit them on the wall. And it's just like a choice of six or seven different things. I mean, there's two mm-hmm. chicken dishes on this menu there's two shrimp dishes there's one oyster dish a couple of spaghettis and uh and two and one steak one Mm. steak and a couple of sides so it's really really simple you know what it's making me want to go there yeah yeah i mean i I haven't been there in uh, forever in a day but i kind of would like to go there now okay now that we're thinking about it i could not I'll think about it. I'll, I'll think about it. I'll, let you, nice? I'll let you know. Two six zero six three six eight. Mosca's is what we were talking about, and all kinds of other blast from the past kind of restaurants. I'm gonna have to look for that fireside in place that that guy was talking about. I don't even know what the, I don't even know what the he's talking fireside about. Fireside info. Yeah. When did the bonanza go away? Oh gosh, that would have been in the seventies, maybe earlier than that. Was that was that a good place to go? No. Okay, so it's not good. Not in my opinion. Uh huh. It, was it was it a Nas- chain? National chain. Oh, it was yeah. a national change. Oh, a chain. So it's all gone. The whole uh, national chain is gone. I, no, I wouldn't say that because <laughs> they may well have some other locations here and there. It's like uh, Victoria, Victoria's Station. Stay, oh, yeah. Remember that? I think there's still one in L.A. somewhere. It just closed. Ah, okay. About, about two or three months ago. It, oh, was that right? Really? Yeah, where was gone. it? Uh, I'm sorry. I can't remember exactly where. It was... Somewhere in the uh, I mean, you just Midwest, gotta, I you think. just gotta say, it's interesting that places like that can last in, like, in a place like LA, for example, mm-hmm. where you know there's just all this forward-thinking food. How a place from a blast from the past, like Victoria Station, could still be out there. I mean, it's, I, I think it closed a couple of years ago, but that's not, mm-hmm. that's not too long ago for it to be existing in a world of you know really forward kind of food i think that's i think it's kind of fascinating there's a place that we passed while we while i was out there and and we pass it all the time because we kind of you know mm-hmm. i won't say hang out in toluca lake but it's kind of part of what we do but but it's uh it's in toluca lake and it's called patty's and it's patty's right yeah it, and it's right across in... the side street from i think think maybe the original Bob's Big Boy hmm. and both of those are just they are definitely a blast from the past but they don't kind of wipe things out there like other places do they kind of keep their their uh, mid-century blast from the past open you know and and Patty's was busy so I'm gonna have to try that we're gonna try that one when, when we're next out there together Tom if I ever let you go out there again um, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go to Patty's I keep kind of working my way up to Bob's Big Boy every time I pass it. And I think, you know, one of these days I'm going to have to try that. And I actually saw a car hop out back. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't see a car hop, but I saw a car hop area. And we had a discussion in Sue about whether or not the car hop 
was actually ever open. And they have it on the sign that the car hop is open. And if the neon sign is lit up, it's they're doing the car hop thing. But there was a discussion that maybe that was just like a sign that's still sitting there now. So <clears throat> ah. I'll have to check it out when I'm there again. Hmm. 260-6368. I have had loads of fun talking about these places. Yeah, it's uh, there's uh, plenty of it to cover. And uh, next time we do it, I hope we have uh, a better manufacturing. I mean, <laughs> better. Well, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say we could wish for anything better because we had a lot of calls and a lot of people yeah. reminiscing, which is good because uh, it's fun to reminisce. I think. Um, not really so much for me to actually go in these places and eat because it's just kind of not my thing. But um, but it is. It's kind of fascinating though to see these places and remember them from your youth you know mm-hmm. i mean i i was wrong about whether or not i thought that tower of pizza was a place that i used to go i didn't go there i went to the pizza hut by cleary but um it was fun to go in there and see that there actually are places like that still around in all of its glory with the the paneling on the walls and still have people who are you know, not 90 years old. I mean, these were young people. These were kids coming back from soccer. There were, it was actually obviously very much a neighborhood kind of place. I'm going back to Tower of Pizza now, which is uh-huh. what spurred this conversation. And uh, <clears throat> it was full. It was just like Pizza Man, which is full of young people and young kids throwing flour at the at the glass when they're tossing the pizzas and that's that's another place that is kind of near and dear to our hearts and we have to bring the grandkids there when they come another generation of kids throwing flour at the windows where you're watching the pizza being done two six zero six three six eight I'm trying to think of any other places that we've been lately mm. the the contrast of the tower of pizza and Louie is just Louis? it might as well be kind of the difference between um, Jupiter Louis? and Earth. Bottega Louis, the oh, place out okay. in L.A. that is my favorite mm-hmm. restaurant in the whole world. I mean, it is it is glamorous. It is the 21st century restaurant. They're both serving pizza, but they couldn't be more different. When we were, I took um, I took our little one up to the window. It wasn't a. It's not a window actually. There's a little bit of glass around it, but there is this gigantic pizza oven in the back of the restaurant, mm-hmm. and we were watching them make pizza for a while. And I mean, this is not. <laughs> it might as well be a different kind of food, like the pizza that we had last night. I'm not sure about this, so I, I hesitate to say it, but the mushrooms look like, you know, they might have been the, the mm. canned variety, which is exactly what you got back in the 60s. But, you know, at, at Louie, it's um, it's called a tartufo pizza. Yeah, that's, that's tartufo means... Uh, <laughs> mushroom, yeah. Mushroom, yeah. But it's called a tartufo. Right, truffle, and, really, is what it means. It's truffle. And it's, and it's, um, it's a like a paste that comes out of a tube so it's almost like a a duck cell that that has some emulsifying substance that puts it in the tube and it it's not it's not a duck cell because a duck cell kind of falls apart but this was sort of like a 
it was it was a paste and they would you know kind of squeeze it around and then when it came out of the 800 degree oven it was mushrooms and it it was you know buffalo milk mozzarella and creme fraiche and all of those kinds of things that if someone had said that back in the 50s or 60s they would have gone huh I don't even know if creme fraiche was around then. I don't even know what creme fraiche oh, is, was, actually. What is it's, creme it's, uh, for your information, it's uh, a double uh, shaken uh, cream is what it, it starts off as cream and then gets into. Well, they were spooning They were spooning something, too. You wouldn't spoon creme fraiche, would you? You would sort of squirt it, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, so they had this, this big thing, this squirter that they were squirting the creme fraiche. But then on another pizza, I saw them spooning something that looked like it could have been a, a more um, uh, solid substance like creme fraiche but anyway that's the two differences in the blast from the past kind of pizza like at the tower of the pizza and then the other pizza that i had over the weekend at bottega louis in los angeles my favorite restaurant in the entire world Mm. glad i got to go well i'm glad you got to go too because uh then you wouldn't be able to say goodbye as we say goodbye uh to uh to ciao since we've been talking about pizza we should say Ciao. ciao ciao bello Yes. uh, Have a wonderful evening and a good meal. Are we going to talk to everybody tomorrow? Yes, we will. 105.3 FM, WWL HD2. Good. Sounds good. Have a good evening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.